Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. and gentlemen, I am the one and only Saul B. After me, there will be none. But you can call me Miss White. Most people know me as Little Kim, the head of La Bella Mafia. Oh, shout out to my girl, Victoria Gotti. (coughs) (laughs) And the whole Gotti family, stay up. This time around, I ain't taking no shit. This time around, I can never get bit. This time around, I switched up my flow. Got rid of the pits and put rocks by the dough. This time around, it ain't like before. This time around, I'm gonna crack your jaw. The feds is watching me, so I can't do much. Speak the wrong words, bitch, and you will get touched. I'm back on the scene. My favorite color is green. I'm building an empire, got a whole new team. Pimp game strong. Raps is just harder than they ever been. You could never win. Made my way through Hollywood. The fashion world adores me. Music's my first love, but nine to five bores me. Love me or hate me. Little Kim come through. My fans across the world, I came back for you. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I am your host, Solomon Ray. (laughs) That is the Grammy-nominated song, Came Back For You, produced by Kanye West, by Little Kim, off her La Bella Mafia album from 2003. Um, I don't know why I'm laughing. I think it's just, like, I actually really like that song. It's one of my favorite songs. She actually kind of, she disses Eve in the song, which is kind of wild, because it comes out of fucking, like, nowhere. But it's just funny, like, reading these lyrics out loud, like, like, we used to, okay, so a lot of Little Kim fans, we used to always, like, there was a phase, like, we're always going to be Kim fans, right? But then, like, a group of us, you know, when you're, you know, like, when you can, you and your siblings be arguing because that's your siblings, but outside of, like, the family household, you are so protective of your siblings, like, bitch, don't say shit about my, my sister, and I will beat your ass, you know? It's kind of like that. So, like, we, like, you know, any fan base, we're going to roast our own, you know, our, our faves. Not too much, but there was definitely a moment where, like, Kim was really wilding out. And we were just like, girl, what is happening? And so we used to always crack jokes on, like, her bars. And we're like, oh, really? Because she really wrote um, a bar called, I'm back on the scene. My favorite color is green. <laughs> So we used to always be like, bitch, really? <laughs> I'm back on the scene. My favorite color is green. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know that's probably not even funny to you guys, but I'm just, I just think that it's just hysterical. Anyways, <clears throat> welcome to the show. 
Um, I know this episode is a little late. Um, this whole week has been a whirlwind. But yeah, just kind of, I just want to give a shout out to everyone who has rated and reviewed this podcast five stars. Thank you guys so much. There are no new reviews, so I don't know what is going on. I mean, don't know what else you guys are doing. You're listening, but you're not writing a review. What's what's happening? Hmm? Maybe I won't do a show once a week. Maybe I'll do it once a month. And so you bitches get in line. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah. What? How was my week? What did I do? I went bowling on Saturday. That was a lot of fun. Aside from it being a fucking inferno, it was so hot and steamy in that bitch. The AC wasn't working, so they had their own portable ACs because the AC was operated by Port Authority, and so I think the AC don't turn on until April fourteenth. Which I found out also when I stayed at this hotel before moving into my apartment here. I, I, every night I was like, bitch, it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. What's going on? And so the guy was coming up trying to fix the AC. Lying. 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 More on people like that later. Lying. Talking about some, oh, you know, I fix it. I fix it. I fix it. Turns out after like three days, I said, hold on. I'm burning up in this bitch. Then they're going to say, oh, well, actually, the AC is just air, but we can't turn the AC on until mid-April. It's the city. I said, well, why didn't you just say that in, from jump instead of coming up in this room trying to work on this damn AC and lying to me and going through the motions and making it seem like you fixing the AC? Bitch, you know I want cold air. You know what I'm saying? When I call you, see, I'm not trying to get riled up because this is a really passionate subject for me, so I'm not trying to get too turnt, but it's like... If I call you dance from downstairs and I say, hey, girl, it's hot. It's hot up in here. I need somebody to fix the AC. The AC is not blowing cool air. That means I want cold AC air, bitch. So you over here fiddling around in, in this fucking um, AC box, acting like you're doing something, knowing good and goddamn well the AC ain't even fucking turned on. Then you're like, okay, it's fixed, and you walk away. No, just be funky with it, and just let me know up front, like, hey, bitch, the fucking AC don't turn on till April 14th. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't lie. That's another thing I really cannot stand. I cannot stand somebody who just looks me in the face and then lies to me. Do not lie to me, bitch. So he gonna talk about some... Oh, well, the AC don't turn on till April 14th or some shit like that. I said, oh, girl, boo. So anyways, fast forward. So we're bowling or whatever, bitch. So I'm so Ashley gets there like before any of us. She said, bitch, it's hot as fuck. But see, Ashley overheat in general, like she's already like she's at least her body is at least 20 degrees Fahrenheit internal temperature. You know what I'm saying before? Like, that's just how it is. So it's like, I don't know, she has a fever, a, you know, a 24-hour fever. You know, like, I'm like, girl, maybe you need, like, electrolytes. Maybe you need, like, a Tylenol. You got to break your fever. Maybe, like, you're sick. <laughs> maybe you have an infection. Um, So she's always hot. So she's like, it's hot. And, and I was like, okay, girl, boo. So I get in there. Once I walk into the motherfucker, bitch, it's hot as fuck. 
get to the thing. I can't even like sit still. I'm I'm walk right up. I said, "What's going on?" Before I even say, "Hey, I'm here for reservation for Solomon." The first thing I say is, "Where is the East AC?" She said, "We don't have it. It's controlled by public um Port Authority, but we got these big ass like industrial things blowing some cool air." I said, "Girl, boo." So anyway, so we're bowling or whatever. It was fun. I mean, I had to take off my clothes because I was really hot. Um, the music was good. Um, I was flirting with the DJ. <laughs> so this dude kept coming up. So in front of like the big ass industrial like um, ACs or whatever. Um. I was standing in front of it. Like, I was like, whenever I would get too hot, I would have to just stand right in front of the cool air. And so he, this guy kept coming up, coming up, coming up, too. And I was like, oh, okay. He's cute, bitch. And then we was talking or whatever. And then he was like, yeah. And I was, he was like, I work. I was like, oh, you work here? He said, yeah, I'm the DJ. I was like, oh, my God, the music is so lit. So, you know, he was touching me. I was letting him touch on me. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I gotta go back, but I'm only gonna go back when they turn the AC on, bitch. I'm not going back to that motherfucker until they turn that motherfucking AC on. They got three weeks till they turn it on. I'm marking my calendar because it was fun. Um, surprisingly, so I was like, oh, I, I think I want to do like teams, you know, like we should have trophies, you know, I'm kind of competitive. Um, but we didn't do all that. A friend of ours, she was like, oh, I've been doing bowling classes or like I'm like a champion for eight years or some shit like that. Something. I forgot what she said verbatim, but it was something to the tune of like eight years. I took classes and did it. So I said, oh, girl, you're about to smoke us. You know what I'm saying? You're about to smoke us, bitch. Like, you know. And so, girl, she was the one. <laughs> she was the least like like good great one like she was not doing shit everything like it was going straight to the gutter i was like girl just you need to get the little bumpers on the sides of the the alley so you know the the bowling ball don't go into the gutters like you are horrible girl but nonetheless it was fun um then what do i do sunday i stayed in oh bitch actually i don't want to talk about that because then i don't want people knowing where i live but I will say some shit happened. <laughs> um, never mind. I'm not going to say that. But nonetheless, there has been some wild shit going on. And <laughs> it's actually not funny. It's very terrifying. But um, anyways, not getting into that. Sunday stayed in um, and did really much of nothing. Um, I'm losing LBs, bitch. I'm really losing weight. I'm really turning into skinny mini me, which is divine. The number on the scale is going down teeny bit by teeny bit by teeny bit. Not much because I've been gaining more muscle and also getting rid of fat. So it's really kind of hard to tell. However, okay, so let me tell y'all. So you know when you sit on the toilet, right? You know when you sit on the toilet. So, okay, wait, hold on. Boom, pause. So you know when you stand up. You know, you have your little stomach and your little rolls and stuff and your little, um, what do you call them? What do you call them? Like, love handles, you know? So, I like, I can grab my love handles when I stand up. But, bitch, you know, when you sit on the toilet, that's the time when you're, well, I mean, I guess you could sit anywhere, like, on a chair. But it's, I be investigating my rolls more when I'm on the toilet. 
because there I am, butt-ass, booty-ass naked, about to go into the shower. So I'm just sitting there counting my rolls. And as the years have progressed, honey, I, I, you know, I used to have just one little, just little baby roll, and it turned into like four rolls, bitch. And so you just, so I be playing with them. I be like making, pushing my rolls together, like their lips, and they're talking to each other, like, like you know, you be you be grabbing on your rolls. So I noticed a couple of days ago, I sat on the toilet, and bitch, I only got one more, one roll. Hold on, let me see. Bitch, I got one roll. And the fat that I used to have, like, you know, like, your fat be kind of, like, thick and chunky. You know, like, it's kind of, like, sturdy. Like, it's sturdy. It's sturdy fat, bitch. It's good fat. It's that good fat, bitch. It's that I be eating good, bitch. You know, like... So, but now my my fat is starting to, like, liquefy or whatever. It's, something's happening with the fat, bitch. I'm not a scientist, but it's, like, it's softer. And it's, like like, a little bit more... Not flimsy, but like I can tell the fat is melting away. Like it's it's starting to go. It's starting to leave my body. So now only I'm down to one roll when I sit down on the toilet, and it's it's soft too. Like it's it's about to go. It's about to go. It's it's on its way out. Mm-hmm. Vacate the premises, bitch. The fuck out of here. So yeah, the dolly is really losing weight, and also you know what? I'm really I got so much beef with. Gen Z, this is going to be an all over the place podcast, but I got so much beef with Gen Z. Like, they get on my fucking nerves. First off, all those bitches want to do is wear frumpy clothes, bell bottoms, and look ugly. I don't know why y'all want to dress ugly and be ugly and not do your hair and not, you know what I'm saying? Like, where is the glamour? Like, where is just put something on, make make yourself look presentable and nice. You know, all they want to do is wear, like, oversized sweatshirts and bell bottoms and ugly vintage clothes and, like, small purses and shit. Like, it's ugly. And big-ass clogs. You know what I'm saying? Like, why you want your shoes to be big-ass clogs? Bitch, are you a fucking clown? Why your feet so big? You know, like, why would you want that? That is really ugly. But aside from that being ugly, I was on TikTok for a little bit where the Gen Zers... Um, really thrive and I actually really do enjoy a lot of their content because it is it is pretty funny but they was talking about how like if you're not trans you can't be calling yourself the doll bitch let me tell you something let me just let me just really fucking tell you something I have been calling myself the doll since at least 2008 don't try me, bitch. I've been calling myself the doll for a very long time. It was to the point to where my little brother, when he was really young, he'd just think, like, that was my name. He was like, oh, the doll. And my mom was like, that, his name is Solomon. <laughs> he said, oh, okay. And he would go to, like, to like you know, first grade or, to, you know, second grade or whatever. And he was like, oh, that's my brother, the doll. <laughs> Like, imagine, like, oh, who's coming to pick you up? Oh, that's my brother, the doll. <laughs> and then, like, my sister be calling herself the doll, like, the red doll. The red doll. Like, bitch, fuck out of here. You know, like, all that weird shit. Like, oh, it's, oh, if you're not trans, you can't call yourself the doll. Bitch, I'm going to call myself whatever the fuck I want to call myself. Period. And what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? That's always my my thing. Is like, I'm gonna do this, and and what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Because I'm gonna, I'm not going to change. So now what? So now what? What do you do? What are you gonna do? You're not gonna beat my ass. You know what I'm saying? That's not gonna ever happen. So, so now what? 
So anyways, that is from, so me and Serena, there was like this episode of America's Next Top Model, and I think her name was Brie. She drunk the Red Bull from this other lady in the house or whatever. She drank the Red Bull. And so the girl, the other model was like, hey, Brie, you drank my Red Bull. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and so she was like, well, you're going to have to replace it. And Brie was like, well, I'm not. So now what? Bitch, me and Serena fell the fuck out. Because it be like that sometimes. You be like, well, I'm not. So so now what? So now what do we do? You can't say that. Well, I'm going to. So now that you know I'm going to continuously say the doll and refer to myself as the doll, and you've already expressed to me that you don't want me to say that, and I'm letting you know right now I will continue saying that, now what do you do? Because I already know what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue saying it. So I just want to know, what are you going to do? Exactly nothing. Exactly nothing. You're not going to do anything. You're not going to do anything. You're not. You just ma- you just made the comment and you made the post and you're not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's so funny because I feel like, no, I, I don't feel, I know. It's just interesting because I know, like, people, like, you, whatever you tell me and share with me your your thoughts and opinions and ideas and aspirations and and um and all all the things that make you upset with me you would never do that in person i just know it you wouldn't i promise you you wouldn't that's like the most remarkable thing about the internet is like all the shit you be saying you'll never like you'll never say it in front of my face it just will never happen it won't. I just know it. Anyways, so um, <clears throat> what are we talking about? Okay, I do want to talk about, oh my God. I do want to talk about Judge Katanji and uh, the Wendy Williams, Wells Fargo debacle. Um, what else? What else? What else? Actually, before I get into that, do I want to curse out? these people at UPS. Do I really want to go through that once again and and bring up past trauma from Monday? Because the way I I don't, I, I, I spiraled, like I don't think I've ever spiraled in a very long time. Like I was, I was like, oh my God, my neighbors are gonna think I'm a fucking like ridiculous person. Um, Do I want to... Hmm. No, I don't because I don't want to go back into that. Um, all I will say is I'm spending another $1,500 I have the two boxes that were originally supposed to be sent to me sent back because these dumb motherfuckers and they're dumb. They're dumb. It's just they're dumb, dumb, did a dumb and dumber. No Jim Carrey. They're just fucking dumb. Sent my boxes back um, to the shipper. And the thing is, there is three boxes. So they sent one and then didn't deliver the other two. And because the other two weren't being delivered, they sent it back. And I spent a whole week calling them multiple times a day 
saying, hey, girls, you know those two other boxes? You know you know everything? Make sure you, make sure you send it. Make sure you send it. Oh, we're going to send it. 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 Boom. Come Monday, it got sent back. Baby. I have I have never wanted to fight somebody over the phone, ever, never. And actually, I know that's probably uh, like unbelievable for me, but I've never in my whole life, as Solomon, have I ever wanted to actually physically fight the people over the phone, like not just verbally fight. I mean, I wanted to rock you, bitch. Yep, everybody on the phone, everybody. I think his name was Frank. Yep, I wanted to physically fight them Um, because I just felt like that was the only way I was going to just let my point come across. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, like they just didn't care. They were like, oh, well, it was a mistake on our behalf. Okay, so now what? Well, you're going to have to send it, resend it. So basically, I'm spending $1,500 to get it resent. So now, like, you don't even give a fuck. Like, you just made the mistake and now I'm, I'm supposed to pay for it. And that's fine. That's fine because I'm going to charge you to the game. But it's like it made me want to literally beat the brakes off of you. You know what I'm saying? Like people get killed for less. You know what I'm saying? I think Remy Ma shot her best friend or like her friend at the time for like over a stack, bitch. You know, like people get killed for just fucking with people's money. You know what I'm saying? Like I know like the girls are really comfortable in front of these keyboards and behind these telephones. But bitch... I've been working on myself, but this, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I'm not at the promised land yet. Cause baby, that sent me. Cause it wasn't about like so much. Like if you, if you would have came at me and be like, damn bitch, we fucking, you're right. We didn't, we delivered one box, but we didn't deliver two. And now the other two got sent to the shipper. You know what? Let's, let's resend. We'll, we'll resend the other two. But when everybody was like, well, girl, we don't know. Well, it is what it is, so you just got to send it back. There's nothing we could do. I mean, you just got to get it re-delivered. There's nothing we could do. Um, Excuse me? Bitch, I, when I, I mean, I promise you, Monday was a day I had to literally throw the whole day away. I said, girl, I need to drink some chamomile tea. I need to pop these little two holistic thionine pills, L-thionine pills or whatever that really calm people down. I need to do, bitch, I needed to take, honestly, a fucking, like, horse tranquilizer or something because I wanted to fight. I wanted so badly to fight. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. And it's just, honestly, really boils down to, like, like, I know the girls were like, oh, you know, Kim Kardashian, how can you tell us what to do, bitch? You're rich and da-da-da-da, woo-doo-woo-doo-woo. How you gonna tell us we need to work? First off, first off, that I like, I get where Kim was coming from. Granted, in the whole scheme of things of her being this rich woman, like, it does come off like a little, like, <laughs> tone deaf, you know? But it's like... There is a lot of truth in what she was saying. Like, bitches really do not want to work. Like, people really just do not. Like, they want to be like, like I said earlier, I said um, in a few podcasts before, I said, I watched this guy on TikTok, this Gen Z kid, and he said, hey, I just got hired from a, a new job. And he was like, at the um, the meeting, I took over the meeting. And I said, before you guys get to talk, I'm going to let you guys know 
my boundaries. And my boundaries is I come in at eight and I leave at five. So that means at 501, that will be tomorrow's business. I will not reply to any emails. I will not pick up my phone. And I was like, how do y'all get anywhere in life? You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody wants to be around that. Like, nobody wants to work with, you know, like, you'll be able to work and probably keep your job and stuff. But when it comes to, like, people promoting you and wanting, like, who, it's like, <clears throat> if you own a business, bitch, and you're like, all right, so I need, I'm, I want to promote this bitch or this next per, um, position, da, da, da. You going to go to the bitch who, who literally says, don't, don't call me at 501. Are you going to talk to the bitch who's like at 520 will be like, hey, we'll still answer the phone. You're going to go with the bitch that goes to five at 520. Everyone's not going to always go to the person who who does above and beyond. So it's like, but now like people don't want to work. Like people are like in this weird, like, well, that's my job. I'm not doing more than that. And so I'm just like, oh, you guys are fucking annoying. On top of the fact that like people are dumb. You know what I'm saying? Like, I with the whole furniture thing, the lady's like, oh, because they delivered my, if you don't remember from last week, they delivered the wrong console. And the lady over the phone was like, um, she said, I see here they delivered this because she was looking at the photos that I emailed them. She said, oh, okay, is this, this is the wrong one? And I was like, yeah, it, it's the wrong one mind you the whole time i'm like bitch if it was the right one i wouldn't be calling you you know but i don't want to get all like that she was like oh hmm so you ordered the enchanted mirrored console i was like yeah that's what's on the order form enchanted mirrored console you know what i'm saying i'm trying not to like get to that level because i'm just like yeah dummy like you know, stuff like this really drives me nuts She's like, okay. I feel like, I wonder if she's doing this on purpose. <laughs> so she's like, yeah. Okay. So I'm looking here. So this this is the this is what they delivered. I said, yes, that is what they delivered. It's in my home. She said, so this isn't the enchanted mirrored console. I said, baby, look, look at the photo. Do you see any mirror on any part of that piece of furniture? She said, no, I guess I don't. You guess or you know? You got to open up your eyeballs, baby. Are you blind? She said, oh, yeah, I, there is no mirrors on here. Exactly. It looked like some shit that fell out of fucking Tarzan's treehouse. You dummy. Talking about, oh, I guess I don't see. Bitch, open your fucking eyes. Like, I'm just... <laughs> I'm like, are people smoking weed before they go to work? Like, what the fuck is going on? How do y'all have these jobs? How did you get these people into these these jobs? It's just so, I just, I need to just be removed. I need to be fully removed. If I see another, like I said, if I see another fucking 800 number and they talking about call this number, I'm not doing it. I'm just, I'm really not. I'm calling Amex. I'm having everything disputed and just getting my money back. I cannot sit on an 800 number anymore. I really cannot. I really cannot. Um. Okay, enough, enough. Enough is a fuck enough. On to the show. Let's go moving right along. All right, so this whole Wendy Williams, Wells Fargo debacle is wild. But 
Wendy popped up on the internet today talking about so if y'all don't know so Wells Fargo froze her accounts like her all her money accounts um and refuses to open them until they feel like she's sane or she's okay or she can handle her money I guess they're saying that like she's around people who are kind of taking her money or like she's being influenced to the point to where like she's mishandling her money it's very convoluted and very weird but she anyway so Wendy William pops up on the internet today talking about some this is not right and this is not fair she said that at least 40 times in a three minute video this is not right and this is not fair um and she's saying somebody by the name of Lori Schiller and Wells Fargo um, drew up a petition to be the guardian a guardianship petition to keep her money away from her um, and probably I guess I'm sure to control the money and whatever basically it's somewhat like a conservatorship and I know the the the, the free Britney girls are like so Amanda Bynes just got out of her conservatorship a couple days ago look at like honestly iconic Britney just if it wasn't for Britney like imagine like her impact like her 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 impact not only did she spawn just dozens and dozens of little pop starlet hopefuls in the music industry not only did she change the trajectory of pop music and performance and really put the VMAs on the map and just really spearheaded no pun intended so much when it comes to entertainment she's actually changed the course of the legal system and has allowed people like Amanda Bynes to get out like it's honestly it's Britney Britney did that it wasn't even Amanda Bynes's like the it, lawyers and it was just it, Britney did that thank you Britney um so it's just like like I'm so anyway so the the free Britney girls was like oh we need to help we need to help Wendy we need to help Wendy and we need to use our resources to help Wendy and I said girl y'all can do this alone I was just in it for Britney and and nobody else and I'm just keeping it funky I was just really in it for my girl um because for years Wendy Williams would always get on the show and she would always like talk about Britney's conservatorship and say like things like oh well you know it seems like Britney kind of needs it Britney's a little cuckoo you know if someone is not able to touch their money and someone's not able to make life decisions there must be something wrong with them and I mean listen in the big scheme of things I do believe that to be true okay I do believe if if something's super secretive and someone's not able to touch their money and someone's not able to do all this shit, there might be a little proof in the pudding. You know what I'm saying? Like, it might be a little proof in the pudding. Like, some of this might be true or might be needed, you know? Um, but that wasn't fully the case for Britney. But anyways, nonetheless, Wendy has always dogged Britney and always kind of like shaded her and be like you know well maybe she needs it and you know i'm 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 
I'm on the side of her parents and, you know, she should stay in there. And like, it was like, the fans were like, bitch, this bitch is wilding out. Like, why is she constantly coming out for Britney? And it wasn't until later on when Britney finally spoke where Wendy was like on the side of Britney. But nonetheless, I'm like, you, the girls can, if they want to help Wendell, they can help Wendell. You know, I just... See, the thing is about me is, like, I just don't be forgetting things. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just interesting because, you know, the girls be, like, I, I think Wendy is entertaining, but I think I always go back to her being, like, a shock jock and the things she would say about some of my faves and it's like and then I see her now as like this daytime queen and people think like she's fucking Rachel Ray and I'm just like what the like you know what I'm saying like she's fucking Kathy Lee Gifford or some shit and I'm just like bitch this bitch was really dogging everybody out and saying mad homophobic shit just reckless you know so it's really hard for me to see Wendy Williams in the same light that most people do because I think they weren't privy to the previous Wendy you know and yeah the girls change people change and stuff like that but listen maybe Wendy you are not of sound mind and maybe you're not able to take care of your finances you know this whole three minute video literally if you watch that little video all she says is this is not right and this is not fair yeah and Lori Schiller who took my money, that's not right, and that is not fair. Like, it was just repeating and repeating, and her eyes are, like, bugged out, which is not too much to say when it comes to Wendy Williams. I'm like, damn, bitch, is there, like, a pill or something? You could pop them eye eyeballs at least a three centimeters into your skull. You know what I'm saying? Like, is there something we could do to just push the eyeballs in, just back, not too, not far in, bitch, but just push them in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe you could sleep with weights on your eyeballs. You know, if you're sleeping on your, your back, maybe you could put weights on your eyeballs and push them, them bitches right back in. I'm just like, damn, I feel like it's a 3D experience, bitch. I feel like it's Beetlejuice. Like, wow. Like, it's like your eyeballs are so close to me. Back up, eyeballs. <laughs> I'm going to hell. Anyways, um, good luck, Wendy, on that. I really do not care. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't think nobody should be taken advantage of. But it's just like, damn, like, not too long ago, not even, like, two years ago, you was really dogging Britney for the same exact shit. And here you are, girl, not able to access your money. Wow, that's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. Anyways, side note, I just realized Azealia Banks is playing in Brooklyn. Um... On Saturday, bitch, I think I want to go. But I heard the dress code is wild. Like, you're not able to wear, like, virtually nothing. So I need to, hold on, let me just write this down. A, B, uh, show, B, K. All right, so moving right along. <laughs> Wendy Williams, girl. Now... On to, it's not even Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. It's really not. I just, 
I just really, something about, like, every, I think everything about Ted Cruz really irks me out. Let me just look at a photo so I can just really visualize what Ted Cruz, I'm about to throw up. Let me, let me just see, I'm going to throw it. <coughs> oh my God. Uh, just look. looking at this man really just drums up like a bunch of like nasty ideas like he just looked like like he smells of like wet pennies you know like he just looked like he don't he got like fungus all over his feet and like in his nose like he got eczema all around, like, you know, he just looked nasty. He looked like he smelled. And then him in this, like, facial hair, it's just, ugh. He just look, and he look real soft in the skull, too. He really do look real soft in the skull. Yeah, I don't really see it for Miss Teddy Cruz. I don't really see it for her. But one thing that was really kind of annoying during, like, all these confirmation hearings was I, listen, I don't really like to tune into these things because it just really sets me off and it doesn't make me feel good. So I'm like, I've learned to, like, really try to stay clear over certain things because I'm just, whatever. But I was like, you know what, bitch? Let me, I'm cleaning up. You know, I'm trying to organize my home and get it ready and try to get all this fucking shit out the way. So, I ordered some, like, boxes and stuff to, like, store, like, kitchen goods and just kind of, like, all this organizational shit. I love, like, things that are organized. I do not like nothing on my counters. I don't want to see no mess. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, some people like blenders on their counters. I don't want to see no blender, bitch. I don't want no blender. I don't want nothing on my counters. My mom's the same way, but it used to annoy me as a kid because she wouldn't even allow, like, no sort of, like, bathroom anything on the bathroom counters. But now I, that's who I am. I don't want nothing on, like, nothing. But my mom's weird. Like, she doesn't want nothing on counters at all. And I love that. But anyways, so I tune, I tune in, and sure enough, right as I tune in, here come Ted Cruz with his questioning and I'm just like they're just asking some of the dumbest like okay he goes into like this critical race theory and he brings in this book called anti-racist baby which <laughs> I just the the name of the book alone sends me up the river bitch <laughs> it is a wild like that is a wild. That is a wild. <laughs> that is a wild thing. I can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> anti, anti Relax. Okay. Focus. Anti-racist baby by Dr. Ibram X. Kendi. And like when you look at the I can't I don't even know if I can even finish I can't even talk about this. And the illustrator
Oh my god, why I'm literally crying. <laughs> I think what sets it off even more is not just the name anti-racist baby. <laughs> it's like the like the like the illustrations of it all. Like when you look at the illustrations in this book, it's they got this big ass thick thigh baby this bald ass baby with a big ass dump truck you know doing a cartwheel and shit and it's just it's okay maybe you're not you won't find the humor in this like you don't know how maybe how my brain operates but like this shit is his like it's just funny and it's like there's you see this baby who's like frolicking around this big ass like bald buddha looking baby and it's like confess when being racist Anyways, and then so, but the title was hysterical to me. Um, Anti-racist baby. It's just, I think my, I think it's because the title doesn't go where, for, my mind doesn't go where the title wants you to go when it comes to anti-racist, like hearing like a title called Anti-Racist Baby, which is I think why some people have a problem with this because it doesn't go as to like, I'm teaching my child to be anti-racist. And look, Here's a child who is actively being against racism. It doesn't go, my mind doesn't go to that. It's like anti-racist baby. Like, (laughs) I just see like this fucking baby, like fucking fighting crime and like, you know, (laughs) twirling fucking KKK members and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Like, that's where my mind goes. It doesn't go like... You know, educational, like, let me teach, let me teach my baby how to, like, address, you know, racism as a whole system and then breaking it. It does not go there. It literally goes to this big ass, like, thick thigh dump truck baby flying through the air, like, fucking plummeting KKK members and, like, distinguish, like, you know, extinguishing fucking burning crosses, you know, like, it's are going back in time. And, like, you know, like, I just, I need to stop talking about this. Because the point is not this book. It's just fucking Ted Cruz. <laughs> okay, let me just relax. Okay. Okay, I gotta get it together, bitch. So this is what the book is about. It says, take your first step. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to talk about this, I swear to God. <laughs> take your first steps with anti-racist baby. Or rather, follow Anti-Racist Baby's nine easy steps for building a more equitable world. With bold art and thoughtful yet playful text, Anti-Racist Baby (laughs) introduces the youngest readers and the grown-ups in their lives to the concepts and powers power of anti-racism, providing the language necessary to begin critical conversations at the earliest age. Anti-Racist Baby is the perfect gift for readers of all ages dedicated to forming a just society. So, listen, I haven't opened the book. I haven't seen the book, nothing like that. But I see where it's going. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it makes sense to me. I understand it. But during the confirmation hearing, Ted Cruz is literally, like, he's not grilling her because you're not going to grill this bitch who's, like, way more fucking solid than this motherfucker could ever be. So, (laughs) he's going in on her and talking about, like, you know, 
trying to bring up critical race theory and she keeps diverting and like she's like this is not what it's about you're really bugging and just watching her face and then like her deep sighs where every time like she he answered asked something she's like <sighs> it's just it makes for good TV, but it's also very maddening because it's like this lady is literally sitting here with these dumbass white people and having to literally address them on their stupidity. And at one point, where is it? Um, oh, well, I wrote this down somewhere. At one point, what did it say? Cruz feels, oh, he said it's offensive. <laughs> that people wanted to be a black woman and he said that black women should actually feel insulted for the fact that they're gunning for a black woman like it should be a black woman and then it's like okay this is wild but it's like 115 before like 115 previously confirmed justices out of all of those 115 112 were white and out of the 112 like out of the 115 110 were men you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's wild. It's wackadoodle. And then at one point he goes, I need to get the fucking quote. I need to just play this because it is so good. He's like, what if I were Asian? Here it is. Listen, let me just play this. But the question was... Let me ask, under the modern leftist sensibilities, if if I decide right now that, that I'm a woman... Um, then apparently I'm a woman. Does that mean that I would have Article Three standing to challenge a gender-based restriction? Senator, to the extent that you are asking me about um, who has the ability to bring lawsuits based on gender, those kinds of issues are working their way through the courts, and I'm not able to comment on them. Okay, if, if, if I can change my gender if I can be a woman and then an hour later if I decide I'm not a woman anymore I guess I would lose article 3 standing uh, tell me does that same principle apply to other protected characteristics for example I'm, I'm an Hispanic man could, could I decide I was an Asian man w would I have the ability to be an Asian man and challenge Harvard's discrimination because I made that decision Senator I'm not able to answer your question you're asking me about hypotheticals and um I'm asking you how you would assess standing if I, if I came in and said, I have decided I identify as an Asian man. I would assess standing the way I assess other legal issues, which is to listen to the arguments made by the parties, consider the relevant precedents uh, and the constitutional principles involved and make a determination. Okay. Look. Like, it's just, it's like, what the fuck is this circus show? You know, like, is this a confirmation hearing or is it a testing ground for conspiracy theories? You know, like, <laughs> it's just so embarrassing. And it's just like, I just know if this was a white man, he would not be grilled over dumb shit like this, like at all. And it's like, just to see this lady's composure and to see like the way that she's not moved and the way she's just kind of rolling with it. It says a lot of things. It says one you know, it, 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 it's about her composure and, you know, maturity and blah, 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 blah. But it really lets me know that, like, you know, like, she's dealt with this her whole life. She's probably like, bitch, oh, some more crackers acting up. You know, like, that's really what it was giving. And it's just maddening to see because 
this lady is beyond qualified and here you know what i'm saying like it's like being in a room full of people i don't want to say who are beneath you but like who ain't like you have really surpassed in life like you are overqualified and then you are over here talking to people who literally are 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 asking you like dumb ass questions like well maybe i could be an asian man but are you an asian man because that's where the fallacy is. Because you literally just said you're Hispanic. So, therefore, you wouldn't even think that you're an ape. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but the brain ain't braining. You know what I'm saying? The synapses ain't synapsing when it comes to Ted Cruz. Aunt bitch. Bitch. Ted Cruz is 51 years old. No way. Wow. He is 51 years old. He's like almost... 16 years older than me. Jesus Christ. This man looked like a thumb. He looked like a whole entire nasty thumb with mucus secretions. Ted Cruz. He just looked like he could. He's, yeah, he just looked like he's a little soft in the head. That's it. The more I look at this man, he just really looked a little soft, like a little dirt-a-dirt. Yeah, I want to say something else, but I know it's going to be a little offensive and I don't want the girls to come after me because, like, he just look like, yeah, I don't want to say anything. Yeah. Yeah, he look, mm-hmm. Damn, because you know I want to say it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I'm trying to be respectful and just be watching the things that I be saying. But he looked like he, he's... He's gone through some traumas in his life. Yeah, he looked a little dirtier. Yep. Oh, he looked a little dirtier. I'm looking at all these photos. I wish you could see them with me. Like, I'm going to really throw up. Why he looked like that? Yeah, I'm not going to say anything. But, um, yeah, this is so disgusting. I, I want you guys to just Google Ted Cruz images. But do not tweet them at me. Do not send them at me because I will block you because I do not want to see this man pop up anywhere like unannounced <laughs> i need to be prepared you know what i'm saying i need to be i need to fully be prepared before i look at any photo with this man in it i'm gonna actually probably buy anti-racist baby because this shit looks <laughs> i cannot i really cannot let me see five celebrate our differences Anti-racist baby doesn't see certain groups as better or worse. Anti-racist baby loves a world that's truly diverse. Oh, that's cute. These babies look wild, okay? I know, like, some people are, like, certain illustrations. Some artists are really keen on illustrating people a certain way, and I just do not understand these oversized legs, these gargantuan oversized legs. I just do not get it. It is really freaking me out, anti-racist baby. I do not want you to have these big ass legs like this. <laughs> like, why is these? These legs are huge. In comparison, let me actually just measure it out. The leg is bigger than the, the head. Really? Damn. All right. So that's really about it for the show. I think think we're going to move right along okay just kidding i was gonna do 
listener letters because there's one good one about like this what is it a root not a roommate um landlord but i guess also the roommate who's installing all these cameras in this lady's like home and she's like i don't really want to walk around naked and da, da, da. so i do want to answer that's good but i need to get to my boxing class i need to edit this and get to my boxing class um yeah and lose my weight um and plus i have a lot of i'm starting a third business i'm in the midst of starting a third business so i'm like trying to get my ass up and i keep forgetting like how much work it entails you know to start a business you know like i'm like damn i forgot you gotta do this oh damn bitch i forgot you gotta do this fuck now i gotta link that shit oh bitch i gotta open up this account oh bitch now i gotta go down to the registrar and and file this shit and i'm like uh, it's so annoying. Uh, I don't even really want to do it anymore. It's not even something I really want to do. And plus, I gotta. Uh, I have to now. This sounds real stank. But I have to turn in my EP, bitch. I recorded this EP damn near like a year ago, and I gotta turn it in because the summertime's around the corner. But I gotta like do a photo shoot, and I don't really want to do that. I'm like, what other old photo can I pull up? that's on here, like an outtake you know like i could use for the cover you know that's really like stank that it's like oh how am i gonna how y'all gonna be excited for my new music and i'm over here like bitch dreading it it's not the f fact that i'm dreading it it's just like <clears throat> when i look on this so I, I like to write things down on a yellow pad of uh notepad or whatever i'm not like a, a telephone to-do list i need it to be written so i write down all the things i need to do and it's like that list never ends and so it's like here i am starting my third business and then i'm dealing with the other two businesses i'm trying to find the rest of those two boxes to get resent from the shipper plus like scaling my businesses dealing with the warehouse you know on top of cleaning my home dealing with the cats dealing with my life trying to lose weight trying to be balanced have a social life so i'm trying to do all that on top of like releasing music like girl no you know what i'm saying it doesn't even give you any money you know there's no like <clears throat> yeah okay I'm, I'm i'm gonna go on one more rant and i'm done i promise you but it's like i'm gonna be where the money resides you know what i'm saying and it's if you're not giving me no money right now fuck that's another thing i gotta do insurance claim insurance that's the shit that i really need to really fucking get on um you know what i'm saying like you get one third of a penny for every stream for for music you know what i'm saying meanwhile these platforms like spotify you know these men and women mostly men are making hundreds of thousand dollars just working there you know what i'm saying off the strength of musicians and actual talent you know what i'm saying so you're i'm just like in a weird as most musicians are you're in like a really weird like purgatory or like area where you just it's like, what's the point? There, you ain't getting nothing, and it's like you're—it's really modern day slavery, you know. Not that deep, but it's like a really weird way of, yeah. You're like you—you're forcing people to do this music, and you ain't giving them nothing. And it's like that one thing, like somebody was saying, like, oh, acting or something like that. And I said, yeah, the motherfuckers go on set and they get paid before the movie come out. You know what I'm saying? They get paid for the, before the movie come out. And some of them get royalties. So it's like, yeah, they get paid. We're the only, 
artists that like we are go into debt if we walk into the studio. We go into debt as soon as some ink hit the paper. <laughs> you know, like we're already in debt and we got to work our way out of it. And the only way to work our way out of it is through what? Streams? That's not it. Like, it's, it's just, I don't really want to get into it, but needless to say, because I hate to, like, and it's not fair to, for me to dump all my bullshit out when it comes to music for you guys, and especially people who like the music and stuff. It's not fair for me to constantly harp on it, but that's just where I'm at. Like, it's just another, now it's gotten to the point where it's like, it's just, ugh, another thing I got to fucking deal with. So, I got to get off this fucking podcast and get to dealing with that shit and trying to get files sent and it's just not it's just so time consuming when I could really be spending that mu- that time making real money and you know what I'm saying like let's say let's say you got a job and okay, so let's say you got a job and it's work from home, right? And you don't got to do nothing. You just, and you're making, you're making great money, right? But then there's another job where you got to leave your house. You got to put on hair and makeup. You got to leave your house, take the train, go downtown, get on a plane, do some more shit. And you may or may not get paid. And then you still got to come home. And it takes hours and hours and hours of weeks and weeks and weeks. And you still ain't made no money. Which one are you going to do? You're going to take the work from home one where you can just work a couple hours a day and make buku money in your pit pajamas, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's where I'm at right now where it's like, and I feel bad because my producer's like, oh, we got to do this. I said, baby, I don't care. <laughs> and he's like, really? I said, I really don't care, girl. And that sucks because then that means he's out of money because you don't have me and then you don't have no money, you know? And all these other people are like, oh, well, we will. I said, I don't want to I don't want to do this anymore. And so they're all out of money. And then what am I? Then I was like, I was doing it for a while. I was like, well, I wouldn't mind helping y'all out. Like, nope, I don't really care. I really do not care. I'm busy doing some other shit that's making me real money. I do not give a fuck about this bullshit anymore. And half the time I come into this shit, you're dealing with some some bullshit everybody it's just a bunch of bullshit and then after a while it's like why am i gonna stay in something that does not make me feel good i love the creation portion of it i love creating the art putting it all together all of it love the extra bullshit that comes with it it's not worth it to me anymore and i'm just like girl i'm about to just i'd rather just eat these fucking tv dinners and go to my boxing class, do this podcast, run these businesses and see my friends on a weekend and play on the internet and, you know, text trade. That's it. That's it. That sounds like a delightful life. But, um, anyways, I don't even know how I got on this little tangent. Um, yeah, let me ho- go ahead and upload this podcast. It's almost four o'clock and y'all about to be up in my fucking Snapchat shits talking about where the podcast, where the podcast, where the podcast, where the podcast, which is on its way. It's coming up right now. All right, and aside from that, no final thoughts. Take care of yourself. Oh, wait. I've been watching reruns of Ricky Lake. It's good. Y'all need to rewatch those um, reruns of Ricky Lake and Jenny Jones and stuff. And it's very, especially Jerry Springer. But see, Ricky Lake was a little bit more classy. But they've been good, girl. I've been watching them. They're good. Anyway, so take care of yourself and each other. Goodbye.